Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am so happy that you are here. So before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that we still have space available for our free meetup, which is happening this Saturday, January 9th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's our first meetup of the year for Black Girl Creative, actually our first meetup ever. And so we're going to be talking about how to bring more joy into our 2021. So we're not going to set the same resolutions we set every single year. We're going to set these goals that we can achieve in our everyday lives so that we can, again, usher in more joy more ease, more play, and more fun, and more creativity into our everyday lives. So if you're free, bring a friend. It's free, there's no cost. Just come with a friend, a notebook, and let's get this year started off right, okay? All right, so while we're talking about the new year, we've talked all this week pretty much about beginning and being small and that kind of thing. And for some people, they're struggling with even starting. So before we can even get into you know, being small and being a beginner, Some people are waiting for the perfect opportunity to start something. And for some people, that's the new year. For some people, that's, you know, their birthday or whatever it is for them. Maybe it's the summer. Like, who knows, right? But people think there is a perfect time to start something. And so the truth is that there is no perfect time. That doesn't exist. Perfection does not exist. Perfect conditions don't exist. And so we trick ourselves into believing that, oh, when I do this, when I get this, when I achieve this, then I can insert whatever here. So maybe it's like when I have kids, when I get married, when I quit my job, when I retire, you know what I'm saying? Like we set these goals in the future when we have no knowledge of what's going to happen in the future. We believe wholeheartedly like, oh, when I do this, then I'll do this. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. (laughs) You know, that's something we can't bet on. But what we can bet on is starting today and starting now and starting in a small way, in a way that makes sense for us in whatever season we're in right now. So I'm going to read to you Ecclesiastes 11, 4 through 6. And this is from the NLT version. Um, But it says, farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon, for you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe both. And so whether you're a believer or not, it doesn't matter. Like, it's all the same. Like, we watch every cloud, right? We sit and we say, you know, this isn't the perfect time to get that degree. This isn't the perfect time to apply for that job, to start that business, to start this creative work, or to, you know, take that trip, whatever it is. Like, we, if, any, if 2020 hasn't taught us anything is that our plans are no plans. Like we don't make plans. Like nothing, nothing we plan for can really prepare us for what life really, really brings. And so there's this law that says whatever bad can happen will happen. I don't necessarily believe that, but I do believe that we don't factor in human error. We don't factor in emergencies. We don't factor in maybe that day you don't feel like it. Whatever it is, we really dream ideally. We dream loftily. And we think that once we acquire something, once we have more time, then we can actually achieve something. And so the whole message today is that there is no perfect conditions. Like we're fooling ourselves if we believe that a perfect condition will come along and, you know, avail itself for us to to pursue whatever creative work we want to pursue. Because the truth is, even if that using air quote perfect time comes, we probably won't take advantage of it. 
that's the truth. Like, it's like, oh, you know, how many of us have been like, I'm going to take tomorrow off so I can clean the whole house, right? And we have this list of things that we're going to do. And we're like, yeah, I'm going to be so productive. And then the day comes and we've gotten nothing done because because we're so tired and we haven't factored in the fact that we've been working. And so we don't feel like it. We're not really being honest with ourselves, right? So my whole point in all in this episode is just to tell you to start anywhere. Start small. Smart, start with the little things. You know, I keep bringing up this example of, oh, you know, when I retire, then I can, or when I blank, when I get enough money, then I can open a restaurant. Okay, cool. Like, yes, you don't have the funds right now. So it's really important to be realistic with our limitations. But even if you couldn't open a restaurant, can you cook from out of your own home? For people to get feedback on stuff? Can you do the work, like the small work, the stuff that we think doesn't matter? You know what I'm saying? Can you get a food truck and just travel and take that food everywhere with you? That's cheaper than owning a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you do the small things first? Can you cater someone's party? Like, you know, I know there's not a lot of parties happening, but for the sake of this example, let's pretend that outside is open, right? Can you cater someone's party, cater someone's event? You know, can you get the proper codes and stuff like that done so that you can actually be a caterer for someone's wedding. That's the small work that you can do today. Like, can you look up recipes? Can you figure out what you what you wanna cook? Like, maybe you don't wanna cook for everybody. Maybe you wanna cook for people who are gluten-free. Maybe you wanna cook for vegetarians or pescatarians or whatever it is, right? Or people who are keto or like whatever other diets there are out there. I'm not really knowledgeable about all of them, but maybe you can do the work of actually planning and dreaming. I'm dreaming and, and that's doing the work. That's that's taking the idea from your mind, putting it on paper and mapping out your way to using air quotes success. And we'll get into success later on in another episode because success is not what you think it is. Um, but we'll get to that later. But yeah, so start anywhere and start small. Like do the small things first. We think that we have to eat the whole thing at once. We have to do the whole thing at once. When in, when really, if we know that we only have an hour in our week to really do something that we want to do, use that time to build your craft, to build your muscle, to build your knowledge about whatever you want to do so that you're one step closer to that thing. No, it's not perfect. No, it's not ideal. Yes, if, if you had all the money in the world, if you had all the time in the world, Sure, you might do the thing, but you might not. Like I said, if you're given all the time in the world, you might procrastinate. You might just sit down and chill out because, you know, you're tired, which is totally fine. But we have to be realistic with ourselves. There are no perfect conditions and we have to use the time that we actually have to do the things that we want to do. And so you can't like you can't plan for every detail for the future you can't see. Right. So we think like, oh, yeah, when I get this, then X, Y and Z. Right. There are so many people who say, like, when I retire, then X, Y, and Z. But what they can't see in the future, God forbid this happens, a spouse gets sick or a child dies or maybe they die. You know what I'm saying? Like, we bet on our lives like we know how many years we have. We don't know. We have no idea. Like, if anything, you know, this coronavirus has taught us is like, life is precious and we can't plan for what we cannot see. We, none of us saw that happening in 2020. That's so random. A, a, a pandemic? What? No, like we, we could not see that happen, but we planned, all of our 2020 plans went down the toilet. Some people still, you know, met their goals or whatever. But for most of us, our planners, why do we even buy it? <laughs> like, why do we buy our planners? Because we think that we can plan for what we cannot see. And that's not true, you know? And so I don't want you saying to yourself, oh, when I retire, then X, Y, and Z, because like, 
just being real, social security in the, in the States uh, might dry up by the time you retire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you say, oh, when, after I have my baby or after my baby grows up, you know, but it's like, no, but there are mothers and maybe your capacity is not that, is not at a place where you can do what you want to do and that's fine, right? But you can actually try to find time because I'm not going to sit here and like explain stuff to moms because that's a whole other world that I'm not a part of and I don't want to disrespect them in any way. But at the same time, is there something small that you can do even now? Like as a mom, as a stay-at-home mom, can you work on that at all? Like, and if not, that's okay. But like we, my whole point is we can't plan for what we cannot see and we need to stop being so, uh, what's the word? prideful arrogant it's like an arrogance like oh when I do this when I reach this point when I get this degree then I'm gonna do it no you can do it now there's arrogance and then there's also on the other side of the coin there's a feeling of worth worth worthlessness like when I get this when I get this degree then I'll be qualified for x y and z and again, culture has told us you need all these qualifications. You have to be qualified to do this. And like, we know that God qualifies who he calls. We know that. I know it's really catchy and trendy, but really look at every story in the Bible. Look at Moses. Moses is like, God, what? You want me to do, huh? Like, huh? Why? Like, I'm not the person for this job. I'm the least qualified for this job. Like, I stutter or whatever his speech impediment was, his fear, really? It was really his fear. Like, I'm not good enough for this. I can't do this, right? And so um, the greats of the Bible were questioning their worth and their value, the people that we esteem to be like, like that we aim to be, that the people that we esteem and the people we aim to be like, the people we look up to, they struggle with this thought too. I'm not qualified. I'm not good enough. But I'm here to tell you that you are good enough. And it doesn't have to be what this huge thing you think it has to be. It could be smaller. Start small. You know, start with what you have now and figure it out along the way. The thing is, we want perfect conditions because we think that we can anticipate every failure, everything that might go wrong. And that's not true. Like, we can't anticipate failure. And failure is not something we should avoid. Failure is something we should run towards because from failure, we learn what works. We learn what doesn't work. We learn what works for us and what doesn't work for other people. So if you're trying to build a business and you're like, oh, this is what my menu is going to be like and blah, blah, blah. And you open your restaurant without testing your food with any other people. People might hate the food. They might hate it. They're like, oh, it's too spicy or, oh, you know, it's too bland or whatever it is. It's too hot. It's too cold, whatever, you know, because you haven't tested your audience. You haven't put yourself in a position where you can fail to learn from your experiences. You want to have taste testers. You want to have people that have different taste buds than you and different tastes and different wants and needs than you because you're not serving yourself with your with your restaurant business. You're serving other people. And in the same way, you want to put yourself in a position where you're courageous enough to fall on your face. You're courageous enough to fail. You're courageous enough to like learn from other people. And the only way that you can learn is by starting now and figuring it out along the way. You know, you'll pivot, you'll change your mind, you'll edit it. You'll evolve, but you won't know what you don't know unless you start now, unless you start messy, unless you start without all the answers. The only way to get the answers is to do the thing. You can read all the books you want to read. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can watch all the YouTube videos, but they're not you. You're the only you. A business model that works for other people might not work for your temperament, might not work for your anxiety or your depression or whatever it is, right? That ails you, but also just your makeup. If you're an introvert and you don't want to, you know, talk to people all day long and that's draining for you, maybe you need to figure out something else to do, right? But you'll never know that listening to other people who are not you. 
You have to figure out what works for you. And there are some things that you can't figure out unless you just start doing it. And so we're fooling ourselves when we think that we can plan like in the in the long run, right? And you know, and not really go through the process. And like I said, you might pivot, pivot. So maybe your dream now is like, I want to open a restaurant, right? But after taste testing, what you really want to do is to bring healthy foods to lower income communities. Maybe you want to have a food truck that can offer people discount meals, you know, or free meals for the community. So now you want to start a nonprofit. Now you want to start something else to benefit other people that you didn't want to serve in the first place. And so you will never find these gems or these important things. You will never evolve until you actually do the stuff. And so you have to start now. You have to figure it out along the way. Who you are 20 years from now is not who you, who you are today. Who you will be 20 years from now is not who you are today. And the only way to get to that person in, in 20 years is to live the 20 years. It's to go through the experiences. So in the same way of living, it's the same way with our creativity. My music has changed since the first single I put out, you know, and it's not, it's not a bad thing. I like my music now. And maybe 10 years from now, my music will sound different. The, the message may be different. Who I'm talking to on this podcast may be different, right? But for right now, I'm okay with playing my role here because I know I'm going to get gems along the way. Like, I feel like God wants us to take the first step. And then he's like, all right, now that you're willing and you're ready to come out here, I'm ready to show you the other stuff that I have for you. But he can't do that if you're not willing to do what he wants you to do. You know, start messy, start imperfect. Give yourself a fighting chance, a fighting chance. Everybody we look up to, everybody who we think has the answers didn't have the answers at some point. They sucked at some point. Point. They weren't good at it at some point. Like they had to figure it out on their own. And so we're looking at them and we're lauding them. Like we're saying, oh my God, they're amazing. But we didn't see the work that they put in all those years, all those failures, all those slaps in the faces, all those no's, all that pain. The only thing we see is their highlight reel, right? And that social media for you, like, All we see is, oh my God, this person is winning. We don't see them crying at night. We don't see them missing out on their kid's game. Like we don't see them, you know what I'm saying? Struggling from scratch. We see the end product or the product that is now. And so we're so dead set on trying to be like them that we don't even know what it took for them to get there. It took them failing. It took them being messy, you know? So I have some examples. So if your goal, for example, is to write a book, right? How can you start today? How can you start now? You don't know where to get it published. Like we're thinking way too ahead, right? You might be thinking, oh, I need to get it published. What is my book cover going to be like? What are people going to think about my story? Blah, blah, blah. And all that's well, fine and good. But you need to just start writing. Like write a plot, write a synopsis of the story, you know, make a little web, you know, or start journaling. Just start, you know, doing flash fiction so you can get the juices flowing for your creativity. Like do that stuff today, you know? And again, if you want to start a podcast, start recording on your phone. Don't wait for perfect conditions. Don't wait until you have the perfect mic or the perfect camera or the perfect headset or the perfect software. You can record a podcast into your phone and upload it to Anchor or wherever, right? And that would be enough because the people don't care about the the sound quality. They don't care about that. They care about your message. And as long as your message is on point, that's all that matters, Again, with the restaurant, you want to open a restaurant, stop cooking, combine um, a catalog of or compile a catalog of recipes for a specific person, for a specific meal, put together a four course meal, you know, have your friends over or mail it to them or something or drop it off on their doorstep. Ask them what they think about it. Get in the kitchen and start cooking. Like that's how you start. That's how you start today. Don't follow these imaginary rules that don't exist, right? 
the idea of like, oh, I want to be a photographer. I need to research the most expensive camera. That only benefits the camera company. That doesn't benefit you. You don't need to do all that research. Just buy a camera. The best camera is the one you have in your hand today. Literally. Photographers ask me questions like this, like, oh, what camera do you use? And all this other stuff. It's not about the camera. Yes, it helps, right? But no, like, what's important is your eye, is your knowledge of how to use that camera, right? So maybe your starting could be, let me take my phone on a walk and just take pictures of things I like. And one of the courses I taught, The Art of Seeing, that was the point. It was to get people started. It was to get people out of their heads thinking like, oh, this is too hard. It's overwhelming. What makes you a photographer is you taking pictures. Like that's what makes you a photographer, not the equipment you have, not how good you are at editing. None of that stuff matters. What matters is your ability to take pictures, is your ability to communicate something through your photos, your ability to tell a story, your ability to communicate a feeling through a photo. Like that's what makes you a photographer. And so these fake rules that we've created for ourselves keep us in bondage. They keep us from creating. They keep us from being free enough to do the things that we actually want to do, the things that we actually yearn to do, because we think we have to meet some sort of benchmark first to be able to do the thing. And I'm here here to tell you it's a lie. It's a lie. There will always be a reason for you not to do something. If you want to find a reason not to do something, you will find it. There will always be a reason. There will always be something that's getting in the way. Like It's like, oh, I don't have enough time. Maybe you only have 10 minutes. How can you use that 10 minutes to the best of your ability to honor your gift? How can you do that? Maybe you can't cook a whole meal, right? But maybe you can look up recipes. Maybe you can buy, you know, tools. Maybe you can buy what you need to like start your little mini kitchen. Maybe you can do the research on buying a, um, I don't know, a food truck or how to carry food from your house to the next house without it getting cold. Like this is the stuff that matters, the small stuff. You know, maybe you need to go buy spices, like do it anyway, Do it anyway. There will always be a reason to not do something. Do it anyway, because it matters to you. My husband asks me when I'm afraid to do something, when I'm afraid to go live or sing, he asks me, is my fear more important than what I want to do? And the answer to that is always no. My fear is not more important than what I want to do. Okay, so do it. (laughs) Your throat tired, you're, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think that you're the best, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, you want to do what you want to do. Remember the promise you kept to yourself. Remember what you said that you want to think of the the goal long-term, but be here present to do the work today. Do it anyway. And it doesn't have to be perfect. What you do does not have to be perfect. It just has to be. It just has to exist. It has to exist. And we have to get rid of this thought of when I do this, when I achieve this, when I get this, when I make this, when I retire, when I whatever, then I'll do something. You don't know what's going to happen, y'all. You have no idea. We fooled ourselves into believing that we have an idea and we don't. My question to you, though, is because I want to leave you with a question at every episode for you to think about or something for you to do, because I don't want you to just take this in and be like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds amazing. I want you to go out there and actually apply it to your life. So my question to you is like, it's a fill in the blank. So if I didn't have to be perfect, I would blank. If perfection didn't exist, I would blank or however you want to word that. If perfectionism wasn't a thing, if I didn't have to be perfect, if I could be messy, if I could have fun, if I could play, I would blank. And whatever you write in that blank, you need to start doing today. That's the message. There are no perfect conditions. Don't be like that farmer in Ecclesiastes looking at the, looking at the sky and not planning anything. Don't do that. Like, and we, we're trying to pick, out, pick the best case scenario. And the, and the scripture says, it says, 
We don't know what where the profit's going to come from. We don't know what's going to pop. We don't know what's going to happen, right? But we should still do all the things, even if we don't know, even if we have no idea, even if we're not clear, right, on the long term. Like there's this quote that people quote from Martin Luther King. I don't even know if it's his quote or not. I need to research that. But, you know, even when you can't see the whole staircase, you take the first step. And I feel like that's what God wants us to do. Just take the first step. Stop being concerned with stuff you can't see. Stop being concerned with conditions you can't control. Just take the first step and be okay with it not being perfect. No one's asking you to be perfect. I'm not perfect, but I come on here and I talk to you guys every week. I'm not perfect. I stutter. You hear me stutter. I stammer. Sometimes I don't, like I'll say member instead of remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, But I'm still here. I'm still showing up. And if I can do it, so can you. I believe in you. I believe you can do great things. And I believe that God wants to do great things with you. But you have to get this perfectionism thing under control. I think it's unrealistic to expect it to go away completely. But I think that we have to have our power, put our power over that perfectionism mindset because it's bondage. It's not freeing. Trying to be perfect is not fun. It will kill. It will kill everything that you hold dear. It will kill it. You will be out of the moment. You will live a life and not even know what happened because you're too busy trying to be perfect. And I don't want that for you guys. I want you to make the art that God wants you to make. I want you to be the person that God wants you to be. I want you to put your stuff out into the world, even if it's imperfect, because I promise you, whoever it's supposed to touch or impact, they won't care that it's imperfect. They care that it exists, that it's there. Okay. And you'll inspire other people. You'll free other people so that they can be their imperfect selves. I promise you, like there's a gift in that. There's a gift in doing things imperfectly. Be free, be free, create and be free. And that's my message for you guys this week. I hope it was helpful. Let me know what you think. Please leave a review. Again, we still have that contest going on. If you leave a review, you'll be entered into a prize to win a $25 gift card to anywhere you want to shop because I won't just limit it to Amazon. I really want to support Black-owned businesses. So if you have an idea for a Black-owned business for me to support, Um, feel free to share it with me. And until next episode, you guys, keep creating, keep dreaming, keep doing, keep showing up, keep being imperfect, be okay with being imperfect. Look at what you're doing as an experiment, okay? Because you, the art you create, your life, all that stuff matters. It all matters, okay? So until next episode, I will talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.